4: That Harvey Weinstein
5: is not taking sex rehab seriously. Ah!
0: (laughs)
6: No! Really? That's that's pretty shocking. Hilarious. Yeah. So earlier today, we ran the entirety of General Kelly's uh, White House address, uh, which was amazing. We will play uh, quite a few excerpts of it coming up in a couple minutes. Uh, If you haven't heard it, or even if you have, I'm looking forward to hearing it again as some of the greatest eloquence and heartfelt you know input in the national conversation we've heard in a long time a long time we don't do that much anymore
7: hungry for that and there was an undeniable sincerity to to his words
6: there's a part of me that's really intrigued by what's next in this country because almost everything that happens is in part a reaction to what happened before it and what's happening now is Well, I described it as being a commentator at a dogfight. I don't want to talk about it. I find the whole thing loathsome We got the politics of our time. I think we got another round at least of wacky. Could be. Could absolutely be. Yeah. But it's intriguing. Uh, We shall see. So uh, we'll get to General Kelly's words in a couple of minutes. I think you'll enjoy that. I'm either today or maybe next week because it'll still be relevant. A stupid, stupid, stupid... Three stupids. Triple stupid article about sexy women's Halloween costumes. (laughs) Women's sexy Halloween costumes. So stay tuned for that. But first, it's time to take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. Ah. She'll
4: experience the passion, magic, and the mystery of roar. Those diplomatic efforts will continue until the first bomb drops.
3: I am so glad you laughed at that (laughs) because otherwise it sounds like I'm just giving a very divisive speech. Friday
4: catch the most original police drama in years on a series premiere of Ryan Caulfield year one.
8: Any other tired dogma of the The past that Americans consigned consigned to the ash heap heap of history.
3: Most
9: significantly, the addition of a half-ton punching arm.
4: Tomorrow at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, the new Fox Monday heats up with an all-new episode of Prison Break, followed by an all-new episode of the groundbreaking series k
0: And I told her to go back inside. It wasn't safe.
4: Get ready for the most dangerous comedy on television, The Good Guys, all-new Friday at 9 Eastern.
0: The school says that day will be called Black and Orange Spirit Day.
4: This November, some cops are born, others are made. Get ready for the next evolution of cop drama. Don't miss the show. Critics are calling obsession-worthy, almost human.
5: All of that part of 21 years of Joe Buck promoing Fox shows during the World (laughs) Series or whatever. Uh, I wonder if every time he reads those cards, he
6: rolls his eyes. I think it's just one more thing to get through.
5: Thanks for joining us in the third inning. Don't forget Thursday night to tune in for Phlebotomist. It's the latest chance to see.
6: <laughs> Look, there's uh, Jenny Hagstrom and Al Fartbreath, <laughs> stars of Phlebotomist, Friday evenings on Fox.
5: Well, if I was born with that name and trying to make it in Hollywood, <laughs> I would go ahead and change it.
7: Yeah, People take <laughs> fake Hollywood names all the time. <laughs> Why would you go with that?
6: Well, it's a paying tribute to the whole uh, fart breath family heritage and <laughs> grandfather before him. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I really am sorry.
5: <laughs> uh, you've been uh, howling about this for a while. Diet sodas, another study out, diet sodas are
6: actually making people fatter. Yeah, listen, I'm uh, A, a guy who's battled weight problems since I was a kid, and B, a uh, guy who really likes uh, a little th- Diet Sodi Pop and the rest of it. And I'm no granola. No way. No way. But, you know, the data is in and the data is indisputable. So you're actually
5: better off drinking regular pop than diet. That's my understanding. None, obviously, would be the best.
6: But yeah. 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 And none is what I drink now. And, man, there are days I'd like a cold Coca-Cola with sandwich, no doubt, but I just don't. Mm. There are a lot of things I'd like to do that I don't do. Yeah. It's just on the list. Yeah, and be able
5: to pick things up off the floor,
6: for instance. <laughs> no, that's not what I meant, but <laughs> without grunting. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. I've had to incorporate a stretching regimen into my morning now. Good idea. Just so I can get my socks on. A few deep knee bends. <laughs> No, I can't do that because I have loose cartilage in my left knee. No, so it's, it's, I'm falling apart. Mm. So we do
5: this in America every now and then. This, this isn't. We've talked about this many times over the years. Um, we even had a panel once to, once of sex workers on the air to talk about this sort of thing. But there was an undercover prostitution sting this past week across the country. Two hundred and twenty seven or uh, two hundred and seventy seven arrests. And it was different cities, different states. It was the um they they the places that advertise in the back of a magazine, you know, come get a massage or mm-hmm. whatever, or wanna meet a sexy la- lady, dial this number. It was those kind of things. Yes, I do that we all know are prostitution. Mm-hmm. Everybody but your great great grandmother knows that's prostitution. Those ads are in the newspapers or whatever all the time, every city in America. Sure. And, like, once a year, they do a sting and and arrest a bunch of people. And they arrested all across the country, 277 people. Got doctors, pharmacists, cops, teachers, you name it. People from all walks of life. Whose lives are somewhat different. Now this one particular cop resigned immediately because you, you don't get to stay in law enforcement when you get caught hiring a prostitute, apparently. But you got teachers, doctors, whatever, like Joe said, all walks of life, who are either going to be fired or disciplined or it's weird in their neighborhood now or <laughs> all that sort of stuff over something that we know is going on all the time.
6: And I don't care if somebody pays for sex. What the hell does that have to do with me? I'm not talking about a street walking whore or walking in front of your kid's elementary school talking about a couple of consenting adults uh, agreeing to meet together and exchange money for for a sex act. I just I don't have any uh, uh, desire to participate in it nor do I have any desire for law enforcement to, you know, spend their time on that. I will tell you this, I want to differentiate. I was not going
5: to go on a pro prostitution screed like Joe just apparently.
6: I'm did. not pro prostitution. I'm anti anti prostitution. I want to differentiate, though, because there was a huge crackdown on the exploitation of children oh, and such trafficking different across topic. the country, which arrested some human beings. Who I want? Well, I said to my beautiful wife, who is not the sort of person who traffics in this sort of thing, I said, "A thirty-eight caliber slug in the back of the head, then throw them out back with the trash." Oh
5: yeah, it's a and I'm happy different. to
6: pull the trigger. By the way,
5: that's a completely different thing,
6: right? Obviously. Oh yeah, you got a doctor and some of. The, the,
5: the, the college girl who's not being abused by somebody or whatever who decides, you know, I'll do this to you for 300 bucks. Mm-hmm. I don't care. If it's a kid, I want you executed freaking today in a painful manner. So, yeah, they're completely different things. Um, But, I, I again, Joe gave his pro-prostitute speech. He I'm, to go, not, but I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm not.
6: I'm anti. I'm anti a lot of things that I don't ask the government to
5: enforce. I, the thing, I just it just the thing that bothers me is the whole everybody knows it's going on all the time <laughs> everywhere oh yeah and then every once in a while you you ruin that guy's life okay
6: to to send a message of some sort i don't know what the, who's the message for the message is for people who are horrified by prostitution see we're out here doing your work was it in charlotte when we did that ride along yeah. and it was the big uh yeah. hooker crackdown night and you had all these <clears throat> Uh, shockingly alluring young women from the various colleges college campi you're calling all the women in that jailhouse a bunch of hoes <laughs> <laughs> that's right
3: that <laughs> <laughs> so um and it
6: was it was uh, what was most striking about it was how everybody was rolling their eyes and going through the motions.
5: The prostitutes were, and right. the cops were. Everybody's like, oh, is that time of year again? Hey, Jim. <laughs> Hi, Linda. Yeah. And yeah. You, you fill out the paperwork. And- so
7: the new David Simon show, The Deuce, which deals with, like, the the burgeoning sex industry and porn and stuff uh, via the lens of Times Square back in the days has essentially those those lines where, hey, if, if you got arrested yesterday, you're not arrested today, have your paperwork, just this total routine between the cops and the... Interesting. And the, oh, man. Yeah,
6: it's for the voters, for the taxpayers in large measure. You know, to wax philosophical for a moment, are you okay, I'm asking everybody, are you okay that some people exercise their liberty differently than you exercise yours. Absolutely not. And <laughs> in ways that you might find objectionable, but as long as it doesn't break my leg nor steal my purse, I uh, you know, it's your damn business to paraphrase Thomas Jefferson.
5: Got to say this because there might have a bunch of women and men screaming at their radio right now because when we did this sex worker panel, if I remember correctly, every single one of the sex workers and they and they varied in the different kinds of sex workers that exist. Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly, every single one of them was hardcore anti-prostitute um the the people that are that 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 have been in the industry because there's so much abuse and uh oh
6: they were anti-legalization yeah yeah or or acting
5: like this is okay because there's so much abuse yeah and um you know people from foreign countries who are basically sex slaves people that are drug addicted and 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 scared to death of a pimp all Mm -hmm. that sort of stuff
6: yeah all that's despicable to me you know, I'm not for exploitation or victimization or beatings or, or or anything like that. I think that's those are all crimes and ought to be.
5: If I remember correctly, what many of them were saying is this view that some of you have that it is a college girl making a, uh, a decision on her own to have sex with some businessman and it's just a free exchange of uh, money and uh, the body there doesn't happen near as much as you think. It ain't that that often. Right. A lot more. fair enough. A lot more. I'm drug addicted and going to be beaten if I don't go through with this, Mm -hmm. or I'm just drug addicted and don't have any other way to make a
6: living. Yeah, I don't don't think I agree with you that they were all anti-legalization. I remember there were things that they were really concerned about, but that was a long time ago. But Mm. I will tell you this. There are a lot of, you know, there are a lot of things that happen on the black market that are ugly that would not be ugly if it were not on the black market, if it was more visible. I mean, if, if... I mean, like the way Amsterdam approaches prostitution, and there's the, part of the... Yeah, well, I don't want to get too far into the politics of Amsterdam. Who wants to hear that? But um, you know, everybody's got to be licensed and have their blood tested and the rest of it, and there's protections. The women are not victims of violence, blah, 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 as long as it's above the uh, the black market. And, you know, I, I'm absolutely hardcore against women being exploited and hurt and the rest of it. Um, but I just, I think the way it's being approached, it's it's just it it, it it does as much harm as good. Uh, one text on this. I mean, like this silly exercise we're describing. Is that really helping women not be victimized and all the things mm, you were describing? It's got to it's got to cut down on
5: the. Well, we got this text. Prostitution is gross and leads to awfulness for society. Bust all those Johns. If you do it a couple of times a year, it's got to keep a certain percentage of, of guys from doing it, which cuts down on the amount of prostitution. We do that with a lot of things. I remember when I used to work at a bar like twice a year the cops would set up outside the bar and arrest a bunch of people for DUI's and I'd always think, why do you do that like once a year? I-, I work here. I know that like 90% of the people driving out of here are drunk every single night. Right. And and once a year you act like it's a big deal. So why don't you so it's just one of those things you try to tamp it down a little bit?
6: Y- yes, absolutely. Please take a look at uh, you know, the, the CHP, or the state of your choice, with their blue lights a- flashing by the side of the highway. And some days they pull over like 10 people and they're everywhere and you think, wow, and you slow down for the next two months. So, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. It's a tough one. It is it is often referred to, I don't know if you've ever heard this before, as the world's oldest profession. Mm, yeah, which means something. Mm-hmm. It means something. It means
5: you're not getting rid of it. Um. So General John Kelly, chief of staff to Donald Trump, the president, gave quite the speech yesterday. And we'll play you some clips of that. We played the whole thing earlier. It's it's amazing. And if you haven't heard it, you definitely have to stay tuned. I'm guessing if you have heard it, you want to hear it again coming up on the Armstrong and Getty show. General John Kelly, who lost a son in combat, um, he was horrified, stunned, he says, uh, following the, the the news flow of the week, and showed up to the White House briefing room and felt like he had to say something.
6: It was uh, eloquent, moving, and powerful. Um, Sean, are these clips in chronological order? Do they kind of just go through the I, speech? I or? believe
7: the, the, as the numbers go, yeah, it's chronological.
0: How long is the whole thing again? Uh, I
7: mean, definitely, the full don't speech, have time. Twelve minutes. Yeah, yeah. You want to start with that two-minute one?
9: Yeah, I like that. Right. I was stunned when I came to work yesterday morning, and brokenhearted at what I saw a member of Congress doing. A member of Congress who listened in on a phone call from the President of the United States to a young wife, and in his way tried to express that opinion He's a brave man, a fallen hero. He knew what he was getting himself into because he enlisted. There's no reason to enlist. He enlisted. And he was where he wanted to be, exactly where he wanted to be with exactly the people he wanted to be with when his life was taken. That was the message. That was the message that was transmitted. It stuns me that a member of Congress would have listened in on that conversation. Absolutely stuns me. And I thought, at least that was sacred. And when I listened to this woman and what she was saying and what she was doing on TV, the only thing I could do to collect my thoughts was to go and walk among the finest men and women on this earth. And you can always find them because they're in Arlington National Cemetery. Went over there for an hour and a half walked among the stones, some of whom I put there, because they were doing what I told them to do when they were killed. In my case, hours after my son was killed, his friends were calling us from Afghanistan, telling us what a great guy he was. Those are the only phone calls that really matter. And yeah, the, the uh, letters count to a degree, but uh, there's not much that really can take the edge off what a family member is going through. So um, some presidents have elected to call. All presidents, I believe, have elected to send letters. Um, If you elect to call a family like this, it is about the most difficult thing you could imagine. There's no perfect way to make that phone call. Uh, When I took this job uh, and talked to President uh, uh, Trump about how to do it, My first recommendation was he not do it uh, because it's not the phone call that parents, family members are looking forward to. It's nice to do, in my opinion, in any event. I thought that was interesting
5: that John Kelly said his first advice to, uh, to President Trump was don't do it. Don't make the phone call.
6: And we could argue about why the president went ahead and did it in spite of that advice, I suppose, if you'd like. I think it's worth, uh, but I, I, I don't, um, I wouldn't like. It's worth pointing out that General Kelly, at the beginning of that clip, got into the, the, the that horrible congresswoman and the politics of it, kind of. It's worth pointing out that that was at least eight minutes into his address, that he spent the first quite a few minutes describing what it's like to lose a son in war how the body is taken care of transport and home etc and we'll hear some of that uh, coming up but I just for folks who are not familiar with it it's not like the the ugly soulless money-grubbing talking heads of our country who immediately dive into the politics to score points he was reticent to get into that at all as he pointed out it took him an hour and a half of walking around Arlington National Cemetery to even get his head together to be able to talk about it so does this uh, close this ugly little chapter uh, not judging by some of the uh, cable news and talk radio I've heard today uh, people are still trying to score partisan points and and have uh, delightful arguments around gold star families etc just i don't know it's all sad and sick the uh, capacity to not go somewhere has been lost i think in america leave it alone it's too touchy leave it alone nobody can do that
5: do no because want... i got comments about uh, the specifics of uh, things various people say but i like like you were talking about earlier it's like having to be a commentator on a dog fight i don't want to have to discuss any of this yeah the whole thing horrifies me how am i going to break it down for you and talk about it um who was right who was wrong who was kind of right who was kind of wrong
6: and their characterization of things. I don't want to get into it. Well, and I especially don't want to get into it because everywhere I turn, people are leaping to absolutely certain conclusions based on the flimsiest of reasoning. And again, surrounding the most sacred and serious thing that happens in our country. I just find it amazing that people are that shallow. Um, Let's do uh, General Kelly number... um, Well, just go through like one
9: through four. He knew what he was getting into by joining that 1%. He knew what the possibilities were, because we're at war.
6: He's talking about his own son there. It's worth pointing out. Um, All right, number two.
9: He asked me about previous presidents, and I said, I can tell you that President Obama, who uh, was my commander-in-chief when I was on active duty, uh, did not call my family. That was not a criticism. That was just to simply say, I don't believe President Obama called. That's not a negative thing. I would
5: agree. I, I, I'm, I'm guessing, and I hope I only ever have to guess, because my brother's headed to the Middle East again here pretty soon. I hope I only ever have to guess for the rest of my life. But um, I'm not sure you'd want that just event to occur. I'm not sure that makes anything any better. That's No. And the, the, and, and the guys who do know something about it, General Curley, suggested don't call. So,
6: Right. Right. Yeah. I almost engaged in what I said I wouldn't engage in. I I understand that there's plenty of unfortunate to go around here. We'll just leave it there. Virtually everybody except General Kelly, to my mind, has embarrassed themselves. Everybody involved in this. And just for the, uh, you know, to throw this in, General Kelly's taking a hell of a whacking on the HuffPo and other places for suggesting women are sacred. What is that? To sexism, the past, he wants the past, where women are barefoot and pregnant, blah, 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 blah. So. Anybody who thinks, quote, unquote, their side covered itself in glory in this uh, little episode, feel free to step forward, name names. Think the young man who died and his comrades.
5: Yeah, and the the, the answer that I, uh, I wish had been given by the uh, current commander-in-chief when he was asked about the why you haven't spoken up yet, the correct answer, and it had the, what is that saying? It had the, the added benefit of being true. Yeah. Is that it's all still under investigation.
6: Right. It's very important we study this very seriously and get to the bottom of it, and we will let you know. Yeah, which is the actual truth.
0: Uh, What do you got coming up in your news, Marsha Phillips? Well, that feud between the White House and Congresswoman Frederica Wilson is continuing. Steve Bannon gives the keynote speech to California's GOP tonight. Some Republicans very nervous. (laughs) And despite numerous scientific reports, chocolate is not a health food. Stories coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. Mmm, so you've wavered from your
5: coffee studies and delved into the world of chocolate studies. It's an exciting innovation, Marshall. (laughs) Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty show. Must be revealed.
6: This is the Armstrong and Getty Show. Welcome to it. A few more thoughts, chuckles, insights. Thoughts, the chuckles, and insights. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Before
5: the show wraps up. Now that should be on a billboard. Thoughts, chuckles, and insights. I like it.
6: That was a rough draft. Pretty good. I might replace thoughts. With? I don't know. All right. I'm working on it. It's a work in progress. Gotcha.
0: Uh, let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Now tensions still rising in the feud between the White House and Congresswoman Frederica Wilson on CNN this morning. Wilson accused the White House chief of staff, John Kelly, of making a racist remark when he referred to her as an empty barrel. Now, Kelly was telling wow, murdered. That's this woman is despicable. Take off
5: your stupid hat, by the way. That is just embarrassing. That hat is
0: embarrassing. I'm more he concerned maroon. about her
6: soullessness, but that is a valid b-
0: objection. Kelly Kelly was telling reporters about an incident during that happened during the dedication of an FBI building named after two agents that were killed in the line of duty. Wilson, he says, interrupted during the ceremonies. And a congresswoman
9: uh, stood up and in the long tradition of empty barrels making the most noise, stood mm-hmm. up there and all of that and talked about, how she was instrumental in getting the funding for that building. Kelly and the Florida Democrat have been sparring over President
0: Trump's phone call to the grieving widow of a U.S. soldier this week. Wilson Claiming shared the conversation on a speakerphone and accused the president of being disrespectful to the widow and her family.
5: But what's the racist part? Just the the fact that criticizing someone who's black is by definition racist? Is that what she's saying?
6: Those of you who've endured real racism and bigotry and hatred, how do you like that? Her making your legitimate complaints seem like fraud. That's what she does. It's like fake allegations of rape, making every victim less believable. It's despicable.
7: In her response, she admitted she had never heard the phrase before, said that she looked it up in the dictionary. I don't know yeah. which dictionary you use to look up phrases, I guess. Mm. Um, uh, the, to the best of my ability, it is. Yep. it was used by Shakespeare, and a, some, the most common origin of it was actually Plato. An empty vessel makes the loudest sounds, so right. they that have the least wit are the greatest babblers. Clearly um, racist, right. But yeah, I, I haven't found anything that even attempts to describe it or,
6: or why it right. could be he racist. says babbling. Can you can
0: you play that? <laughs> can
5: you play our favorite clip of her? Or just let you know. Having just heard some of the uh, John Kelly stuff, this is how her, she responded. Right.
8: You mean to tell me that I have become so important <laughs> that the White House is following me and
0: my words. This is amazing. It's amazing. That is absolutely phenomenal. I have to tell my kids that I'm a rock star now. It's after John What Kelly. you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul.
6: It's after John Kelly's 12 uh, minute description of what it's like to find out that your child has been killed in war. Yeah. That was her reaction.
5: Yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty that's tough the, to <clears throat> take. Um, Man, that is that is rough.
0: The keynote speaker tonight at the California Republican Party Convention is former presidential advisor Steve Bannon. And the L.A. Times says that's making some Republicans very nervous. Bannon's appearance in Anaheim is coming less than a week after he called for a season of war on the GOP establishment.
5: Yeah, what's the actual, what's the title of this function?
0: Mr. Th- convention. Yes. It's the it's GOP convention, party convention going on this, uh, this why,
5: weekend. Why would you invite a guy to speak that is dedicated to destroying your party?
6: Well, he's he's dedicated to reforming it. And he was Trump's strategist right. until fairly recently. Right. I'll tell you, Steve Bannon's greatest challenge is going to be finding the California Republican <laughs> Party.
0: Is there one? Well, that's part of the reason the GOP leaders say they invited him to speak. His appearance, they say, is going to attract a lot of TV coverage, and they hope pump life into what was expected to be a sleepy three-day GOP convention. They're already saying that demand for tickets has spiked like they've never seen before. So it should be, you know, lively, livelier gathering than it might have been before he decided to come. We got a new report out. You're going to be in for a shock. Get ready. I'm ready. The chocolate industry paid for research showing that chocolate is healthy. Oh, boy. Vox reports that companies like Mars paid for studies that show chocolate's good for a participant's heart and circulatory system. Well, that's a smart
5: thing to do because the sugar people paid for studies that showed that fat was the reason we were getting fat and not sugar. And America went with it for like 50 years. (laughs) So it's a reasonable uh, ploy.
6: All I take away from this story is that chocolate's healthy. Chocolate's really healthy. Let's get some chocolate.
0: No, 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 no. Chocolate is never a health food, never will be. The reality of the situation is that while some compounds found in chocolate are linked to improved health, these effects are less pronounced in studies that are not paid for by the candy industry.
6: I sure
5: like chocolate during my lady
6: time. Frederica Wilson would call you a racist, Marshall, for criticizing chocolate because it is a brown candy. All right, that's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall
0: Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West.
5: My wife still doesn't let me forget that I once referred to it as her lady time. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Real
6: eloquence. Hey, Marsh, yeah. you can't get behind the paywall of the L.A. Times uh, website to look at that sexual harassment in the California Capitol story. Do you have that or print that out for me? Uh, yeah, I yep, guess it's me, just it's just a, a meat market in the yeah. Capitol. I get it. All the powerful, uh, well, mm-hmm. Democrats of California, feel free to grope up on gals as much as they want. Oh, really? Lobbyists and whatever else. Yeah. Maybe that. cesspool.
5: Maybe that and other stuff coming up and during the petering out for the week on Ooh. the Armstrong and Getty Show. Our
8: identity as a nation, unlike many other nations, is not determined by geography or, n- or ethnicity, by soil or blood. Being an American involves the embrace of high ideals and civic responsibility. We become the heirs of Thomas Jefferson by accepting the ideal of human dignity found in the Declaration of Independence. We become the heirs of James Madison by understanding the genius and values of the US Constitution. We become the heirs of Martin Luther King Jr. by recognizing one another not by the color of their skin but by the content of their character. This means that people of every race, religion, ethnicity can be fully and equally American. It means that bigotry or white supremacy in any form is blasphemy against the American creed.
5: George W. Bush, like Barack Obama and John McCain and General Kelly this week, trying to, like, uh, take his back a, a step or two, um, it would seem. But, man, while I was listening to that, I kept thinking, yeah, but this and yeah, but that, in terms of the the way people would pick that apart and have criticisms of some of the things he said there. Uh, I think my brain is broken. I think the whole country may be broken. Just, just In what way? Our inability to 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 go to go with the lofty ideals and aspire toward them, as opposed to when somebody throws out something like that. Oh yeah, Thomas Jefferson owns slaves. You know, just just Ugh. everything is like that.
6: Yeah. Um. The way they everything's a, a uh, like a comment section argument.
5: Uh, picking apart General Kelly's speech yesterday. Yeah. Everything is just oh how about this or how about that or picking it. Yeah. Everything's a, the comments and it just it all falls apart and then we're yelling at each other again. Yeah. And uh, it's. It'd be like if you said when you love your wife, oh yeah. Well, did you love me when you you did that or this oh. or whatever? I mean, every single time.
6: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You pretend that there's absolutely nothing you can agree on ever. Yeah. You're yeah. Always angry, or that you're given an inch. Yeah. If
5: you um uh uh, you're giving in, you're losing. If you don't fight every point.
6: Right. Yeah. It's just exhausting to me. It's sickening. You know, if you're just tuning in, number one, you about missed the damn show. Um. Uh, yeah, I, I, I describe being a political commentator or whatever we are these days as uh, being a commentator at a dog fight when the entire thing disgusts me. I don't want to describe it to you and who's up and who's down and, and what dog might win. I, I, the whole spectacle horrifies me. And that's what politics feels like right now. I mean, listen, I realize a lot of the alleged or the expressed principles of those people involved in politics were just to distract you from the fact that they were stealing or corrupt or whatever. And, and so a lot of those principles were worn as a costume uh, as opposed to really believed in. But some of us actually believe in those principles and and, and the fact that n- nobody even wants to, like, acknowledge their presence anymore or, or is even aware of them. I'm telling you, and listen, I, you know, I'm past worrying about who I'm pissing off. The spat between Donald J. Trump and Frederico Wilson this week is one of the low points of my observing the politics of this country. It may might be. be the low point, it might
5: be the low point in our nation's history. Because even if you went like with the Civil War or something like that, they were arguing over something uh, various sides believed in, you know, the right of the federal government to make decisions, state right, blah, blah, this sort of stuff. This was just as awful as anything could
6: be, and in a a childish way. Yeah, childish and stupid. And self-serving. Yeah, it was The rest of it. It was pretty pretty rough. Yeah, it was ugly. I, uh, ugly I, and stupid. I
5: still got a. I still have a ten dollar bill on. We have more to come.
6: <laughs> I think. I think well, we will I, set new records. You got to give me at least four to one if I'm going to bet against that because I just there's plenty of uh, resentment and resistance a to that sort of thing. But I don't think we're anywhere near winning winning the day. We got this next uh, election cycle that's
5: going to be kicking off probably around the first of the year, right? Where everybody's running for election in for the, the house. midterms, yeah,
7: I think that's going to be an interesting kind of weather yeah. to see. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. the, the campaigns
6: mid- are how the debates go, that sort of stuff. Yeah, kind of, but the midterms are always muted.
2: Yeah,
5: twenty-eight percent. Nothing is turnout. always anymore. Nothing is always anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just,
5: that's my observation. Everything that. Used to be none of it's true. Who knows? Who freaking knows? You're right. That is the way it usually is. But, God, there's lots of things that usually are a certain way, and they're not that way
6: anymore. I'll tell you what. It'd take a lot of doing. But in 2020, I'd like to see some nice, soft-spoken Midwestern governor against some other nice, soft-spoken, like, Southern governor running for president.
5: Talking about issues. You Well, good luck with yeah. that. Yeah. Here's your host. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Here's your announcer for final thoughts. Hey, guys gonna do
0: your, uh, your final thoughts now, hm? Give, uh, one last little amusing one-liner quip, hm? Give us all a little, uh, last-minute chuckle before the nine o'clock hour passes us by, hm? Yeah? Give, uh, give everyone one last chance to, uh, get what's them off the chest, hmm? Maybe even a valuable life lesson discerned from the news stories of the day, yeah? Okay,
5: you guys go ahead and do that, then.
3: <laughs> That's
5: Beautiful. pretty good. Beautiful. Here's your host, Joe Getty. <laughs> Let's get a final thought from everybody. Positive Sean. Yeah, <laughs> not very good
7: movies coming out at the Cinepl- Cinemaplex this weekend. My uh, my recommendation, Mindhunter on
0: Netflix or Catch Up on Mr. Robot. Both really good shows. Marshall Phillips, final thoughts. I'm finishing off a week of expectations and realizations, and check out time at the hotel's an hour from now. I'll see you guys later.
5: Oh, <laughs> awesome. Oh, look awesome. out. Connect the dots.
6: Awesome. Michelangelo,
0: final thought. Casinos pay him out in cash ahead of time. He gets his blood drawn and meets a beautiful woman. He goes to a party and meets a beautiful woman at a hotel. He's Marshall Phillips, every man zero.
6: (laughs) Fantastic. Uh, Jack, do you have a final thought for us?
0: I can't believe I've had,
5: I think, five people text and want to know which Ninjago's my kids are dressed as this year. There are multiple Ninjago's? And I guess it's important to people say pay still attention. Still sounds like a racial slur yeah. they are They're both the green ones. <laughs> they're both the green ones.
3: There.
6: Uh, I, uh, my final thought is I'm heading for the hills to spend a little quiet time with the wife and I hope there's still snow on the ground. I've never needed the quiet of nature more than I need it this week. Any relaxants involved? Oh, please
5: <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Kai the fire ninja
7: Cole the earth ninja Zane the ice ninja Jay the lightning ninja Whichever
6: one's green is the one they are hmm. I'm guessing it's Jay the lightning hmm. ninja J? The um, J stands for J. Armstrong and Ye- Getty <laughs> <laughs> wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgiddyradio.com. You can email us if you want. yahoo.com Let us know what you think, what we ought to be talking about next week. No, the lightning one's blue. I, I'll have oh, the yes. answer on Monday.
5: God bless
7: America. Look,
3: well, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, oh, and from Not planning Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport.
7: We've had. Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of
3: fun. But now the time has come to go. If this still comes, Fountain in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven still doing this
7: show. See you some other time.
6: <laughs> Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.